if it was illegal to say stupid things into a microphone. Why must you be so stupid? These guys would be doing life without parole. Hey, everybody, we're back from prison. Why do we keep encouraging this kind of behavior? It's the Breaking the Ice podcast with Josh Dolan. You know, we could, like, go to jail for this. Along with Mike Shue and Isaiah Moskahanna Bonsa Mana Blitz Boskowitz. Whatever the hell his name is. movies of all time but if you look back here so there's there's frankenstein's monster and then there's a scene in the movie where he's kind of on the run and he meets a little girl who is just playing by a pond and they kind of become friends because she just sees him for who he is not a monster but just a, a like another child almost that movie could so, never be made today uh yeah right yes it could yes well, it could that, now, are they by water? Are they on Epstein's Island? They're by, they're by water. No. Uh, technically, Josh, he's mentally disabled, so they could. Oh! Of mice and men, too. He, he ends up killing her by accident. Well, so, Did he pet her too hard? And so Squeezes her. My wife got me this because I, I, uh, I saw it at the Rock and Shock Horror Festival. I said, that's a beautiful picture. And I like it because it really sums up my, my parenting philosophy. Um, I will kill you. That's definitely me, and that's my daughter, you know. And I'm just like, you know, I might I got, kill you on accident. I got you a new fucking phone for your birthday, so just shut the fuck up. Yeah, by the way, birthday, by the way, Chloe's yeah. 16 today, baby. Yeah, she survived to 16 years old, which is pretty amazing. You get my listen. Head. You you had one job, Mike. Keep her alive. Yeah. Keep her fed and uh, clothed and, and uh, somewhat healthy. So honestly, happy birthday to you and your wife. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I, <laughs> seriously, it's been 16 years, but it seems like only a couple of years ago. It's weird. It, kids, yeah. kids like tear through the, the time, the fabric of time, you know, the, the space continuum. It's like the nexus rolling through, you know, an episode of Next Generation. And uh, it, it, it's crazy, man. Yeah, right. she's 16. Hey, listen. Hey, congrats. That's yeah, awesome. thank you. Yeah. Also, happy uh, no smoking anniversary. That's right. Well, actually, that took place a little earlier when I found out that my wife was pregnant. Oh. And that was the last cigarette I had. You were the last cigarette you had was 16 years ago? Uh, yeah, a little more because I found out 16 years and nine months. Because I found oh. out. She told me she was pregnant, and I immediately freaked out and went out and bought a pack of Marlboro Reds. And right. uh, I lit one up. I smoked one, and then I said, "I got to stop doing this." And I threw the rest out the window. We've talked car. about we've talked about this over the years. Like you and I, a couple, not, a couple times, like you, you to this day crave the fuck out of yeah. months. It never ends. It's I, every day. You know. Hey, kudos, kudos to you for not day. fucking for not fucking falling for it. That's it's good. tough, Congrats. man. I quit like twenty times before that and failed every time. But this is this is as it's lasted the longest this time. Oh, so been, wait, so yeah. you quit cigarettes but went to cocaine? Um, yeah, that was, but that was the nineties. Oh, okay. You know? So it was okay. Different time. Yeah. Different time. And that time. that only lasted like uh, <laughs> three months, and then I was like, "Hey, why is my wallet empty? And why aren't my friends talking to me?" And I was like, "Oh, maybe I should quit like doing cocaine." And why did I sell my bicycle? Yeah, huh. why did my bicycle? Why did I sell like my guitar? And Dude, my let's think about okay. that. It's why oh, I don't you. ski yeah. anymore because I sold my skis for drugs. Dude, you know? let's talk That's about a that for a second. Problem. Okay. That, no, yeah. that in the height 
was the best and worst feeling you could go through. Do you agree? Yeah. Well, it depends. Like, it the, depends well, no, the, 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 the high was the best. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The cocaine high really, was the best. But, but then the fact that you're because, just like, right, yeah. you would sell anything to yeah. keep that stupid fucking thing going. Yeah, and you felt terrible. Yeah. And you would wait for the man forever. Oh, you would do anything. Yeah. You would hang it. But it's so crazy. Like, you. dude, we've all smoked. Yeah. You and I have smoked so much weed. Like, weed, you can get like this. For yeah. some reason, cocaine was like, you, some guy at a bar would better? just be like, hey, you want to do cocaine? And yeah, like, you, yeah. you only met him like 15 seconds ago. He's like, yeah, you're my brother. Yeah, let's go into Josh, jo Josh, you yeah. are blessed. You are blessed, brother, that you didn't fucking do any drugs because Mike and I yes. were the same age. We did them all no, for you. you. No, we, we, no, we did it all for you. No. No, you won't. No, I don't want to see. Can Listen, you imagine, can the, you imagine the reason Josh on cocaine? No way. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like he's already like coming down <laughs> off of cocaine every single minute. That's why I take Adderall because That's I'm always. Yeah. Uh... You snort it? <laughs> right? Do you snort the Adderall or do you just. Take I didn't it know you could. Long? Oh, geez, Josh. Come on. You can take any. Hold on. Anything fits up here. Oh, God. Did we have to see that? Yeah, snort well, your beer, Josh. Oh, it's Wormtown. No, so it no, is. no. Wormtown doesn't recommend you snorting their beer, but you know, as, long as, you're, as long as you're consuming it in some way. Until they're a sponsor, hey, hey. I'm going to snort it. Okay. Hey, listen, while we, start this, while we start this hot mess, we have to thank our sponsors, Invoke mm -hmm. Media Group. They put together BreakingTheIcePodcast.com. Thank you to Wolfpack Coffee. Matt, you're the fucking balls. Veteran owned and focused Wolfpack and coffee. And also, we need Wolfpack coffee in the morning after a lot of these. Mm. Exactly. And yeah. uh, thank you to Boston Remod. Fuck, I never get their remodeling. name right. Boston, Boston Exterior Boston. Remodeling. Thank you, you Joe and, Dance from Boston Exterior yeah, Remodeling. You and Barbary just can't get I, that, man. I, I uh, fucking, dude, I, I hey, that wasn't Barbary. Barbary did. Oh, that was that Morgan was, Freeman. Yeah, right. that was Morgan Freeman. <laughs> that was your scribble. And then, and then thank you so much to fucking. Our boy Chris from Garage Doors Plus. Yes. Oh, he uh, said that one right. He's, he's been golfing all day. On. He's fried. Yeah. I've been fr I've been outside all day doing, you know, fucking I've been playing golf. You've been doing white people activities. Ball golf. Oh, ball golf. Oh, yeah. yeah. The lesser you of do the two. How's the disc golf going, Shu? Uh, the disc golf's going great. I haven't played uh, in a couple of days, but it's it's beautiful. I You know, when it's hot like this, it was it's so tough fucking because hot today. I'm a fat, hairy guy, and you're walking up and down hills, oh! you know, and you're smoking tons of weed, and and it's just you you become very lethargic, and it's like you're swimming. See, the best in part of ball golf, you get a cart. Yeah, see, you don't get carts at uh, at disc golf clubs. You know, you, no. you actually you walk the course like a man. Hey, don't be a bitch. Fuck uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> a bitch. I need a cart to get around when I'm playing disc golf. Yeah, because you know? hey, our and fucking also, courses are a lot I hate this cart. The steering's off. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Somebody let an Asian guy but into shoe, the club. Shoe, oh. And then, shoe, and then yeah. if, if the cart breaks, guess what they do to fix it? They get a caddy. Yes. The caddy's got to carry this yeah. for him. Wow. Really? I heard the whole Start carrying your own stuff. Yeah. I heard don't let Asians on the course. That's racist. No, no, get the cock out. Get the cock out. Get hey, the cock Wang. out. Hey, Wang, just tell him the you're Jewish. Get the cock out. <laughs> I don't even know where that is. My How do you not have every fucking episode we go through this? Took it, my daughter took it somewhere. Yeah, and I, don't, I think ate. I lost it. I almost said get She's like, Dad, car. stop carrying that around like it's a security blanket. I speaking of Caddyshack, mm -hmm. speaking of Caddyshack, um, Rodney Dangerfield has a quote in that. If you wear that, you must get a free bowl of soup. We have uh, someone involved with soup on the show today. Did we do. That? that is a pro segue. 
Thank wow. you. Josh Dolan. No matter, Josh no Dolan. Matter, no, if you listen to WAF back in the day with Josh, when Josh was on with me in the afternoon, you'd never think he'd be able to come up with something as clever as that. But he did right here on the Breaking the Ice podcast. Because wow. I knew you had it. I knew You're you had it. Unbelievable, Dude, I'm man. fucking proud of you. That's that a nice so, segue. That was so velvety. I'll give, I'll give this guy a nice introduction when we talk to him. Um, and I appreciate He's in the waiting room right now. Uh, that's perfect. P Listen, Peter Kelleher is a friend of mine, and he owns a nonprofit called Support the Soup Man. If you go to supportthesoupman.org, you'll see his story. We'll talk to him about this. He um, unfortunately lost his son. Uh, his son was homeless, and his son was stricken with an opioid problem and died. And uh, Peter has made it his life's fucking mission to help the homeless. And he's a crazy motherfucker, too, which is awesome. So I thought it would be cool to have the guy on the show. Mike Absolutely. and Josh both saw this. And, and, and guys, I appreciate you having him on. He's fucking, he, he's, he's a good egg, good stories. And Josh, there's going to be some things he's going to say to you. So don't, don't be offended. Oh, I'll go right back at the soup Nazi, okay? Mother, I, he's not, he's no, not no, the not, soup no, Nazi. Not the soup, that's a different guy. That's he not, fights the soup Nazi. This, no, guy listen, said, listen. this guy never says no soup for you. No, anyone. but what, trust me, when, <laughs> I started, free when, soup. Yeah, free when I started soup when I started working with the guy, <laughs> I said, how the fuck don't you have the guy from Seinfeld? And this is how he goes, dude, Isaiah, I fucking tried. I tried to get the soup Nazi to fucking, he's awesome. He oh my God, awesome. the soup Nazi, can you imagine being that guy? You just make a living off of signing eight by tens like LB because of he's something old. you did in the you past. The soup Nazi came up to the station about 10 years ago. With his uh, mustache? Yeah, he he just totally still looked like him. <laughs> no, he left everything. He was he was wearing the chef coat and the houndstooth pants, just like in Seinfeld. He he was and he was he had his name on some uh, on some gourmet soups. Right. And so he came up and brought a whole bunch of soup and stuff. He was doing like a little promotional tour, and the guy's like, "This is like the best thing that's ever happened to me." I mean, it's he's gotten so much mileage out of that soup Nazi thing. Dude, I mean, you guys know was, you guys know what cameo is right. Oh, he's yeah. on cameo. He's on is cameo. he on cameo? Oh, see, he's, he's on for cameo. He's on cameo, yeah. and a friend of mine, Walt, fucking his wife was the biggest fan, and she got that for his uh, for he got that for her birthday, and she died. She was just yeah. like, "Hey, so Deb, this is you know no soup for you." Yeah, like, the guy's her. making the guy's making some pretty good cake, you know. On, now that's on, that's when Hollywood was Hollywood. Oh. You could have one part oh. or one one appearance on Johnny Carson, and you were set for life. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Hold on, hold on. And now we just got to look at Isaiah's at that part of the day where he's just like, look at my cat. Shut up. He's becoming a cat woman. What did he do before the cat? He's the cat lady. He's never going to leave his house. He's going to have 40 of them. Hey, hey, I go outside. I'm not Danielle. You know, relax, he's, relax. He's never going to leave us. He's, he's hey, that's Chetta. Chetta's part of the show. He is, yes. Turn around. Chetta's on the back. Oh, hold on. There we go. Let's see if I can get this thing done here. I shouldn't have told him to do that. Now he's got to rearrange the room so he can. Oh, there we go, Chatter right. right there. The All right, so should work. we uh, should we let the soup man in, or you want to let, play voicemails after? Oh, oh too God, much. too I much. Edit that out. Too much. Racist um, How many voicemails do we have? I think there's like four or five. Let's do the voicemails first. Let's do the voicemails we'll first, and we'll get and to Peter we'll get and wrap to Peter it up. Because I want to make sure we can go to you know. At a good pace with Peter because his story is is yeah. pretty is pretty it's very good. It's very good. Yeah. We don't want to give him the 
We gotta get the voicemails. No, no, you don't. You don't give this guy <laughs> hey, one. Hey, uh, we no, gotta do a commercial part. fucking break, guy. Right, yeah. All right, we're up against me... it. You don't say that to Peter. No, or in podcasting. All right, share. Hold on, you guys talk amongst yourselves. I should have set this hey, up Mike. before. Hey, I was at the Natick Mall today. Hey, happy birthday! <laughs> I like to call it Satan's anus. Oh. What? Yeah. That's my favorite mall because it's separated by class. It's it really is. Wow! It's the, not the American Girl Store. It's not the Natick Mall I grew up hanging out at. The one I grew up with was like ten times smaller. It had a fountain with green water that they throw plywood over the top during Christmas so Santa could sit up there. It had a Sears. <laughs> it had a Woolworths. It had a Wilson's leather. You know, Dude, Wilson Squade and leather kit. Oh yeah, and then it had a tiny food court with a Papa Gino's and orange juice and a. Oh, Whoa, the oh, producer God. of the Hendrix, show. What are you doing over there? I, I hit share audio and it unmuted my computer. Oh, okay. I see. All right. But that was fun going oh. back to the old country. Drove by the, uh, the old house, drove by the old uh, 927 Plaza. Did you, know, you drive drove... by? Uh, remember, remember when we used to work with the uh, New England School, uh, Northeastern Institute of Oh, Northeastern right, yeah. Institute of Cannabis. Oh, God. Right Oak Street. Yeah. No, no, but Mike, Mike and I would go there. And Mike looked at me one time and went, dude, you have no idea. You should get fucking so high behind oh, this yeah. building and run from the cops. And now I'm in here learning about weed. Really? That's one of the most beautiful things ever. We would hide in this office park where digital used to be. And yeah. we would smoke weed. And digital. then the cops would chase us into the woods right where <laughs> uh, they, ha they had a school set up now, like recently, where you could learn how to grow and sell weed. Right. Un I was like, this is just, it's, I don't know what that Way is. Surreal. Like cosmic. Surreal some kind of cosmic karma going on there yeah it's a weird time all right let's see if this works because i muted my computer i don't know if you guys this, will be able to hear today it. would be good we should change the name of this podcast to let's see if this works oh god that would be, you should put that on a t-shirt yeah that's our next one it'll okay. take fucking six weeks to get here and it'll cost 70 bucks they're custom made isaiah all right? i know i get it i get all it right. damn it oh see josh can't get it going now, because I I have my computer muted, usually I have my computer hooked up through the board, but because the wife is using the apartment right now to uh, oh work my out, God, I'm in the it's basement. Your wife's problem. I'm in the basement now, so. She's so whipped. Mm. All oh, right, well God. then, you know what? Hey, we'll sa save them. We'll save them. No, yes. No, not really. All right, well then let's get to Peter because. Okay. Let's go, Peter. Right. I want people to hear Peter's story because this is, you know, this guy is, is doing some amazing work. And he is, you know, well, oh, there's more animals. There's more animals. <laughs> this, this podcast is like Noah's Ark for crying oh, out loud. Oh, yeah. Always, always. <laughs> it's just. Hey, Peter, what's going on in there? Where what's are you? I can't, I can't see your mug. What do you mean? There Can we you go. Now? Move over, kid. There you go. Motherfucker. Peter. Peter hey. Peter, hey, Peter. This is Josh, and that's Mike. What's up, Peter? Oh, Josh, hey, I brought, I brought treats. Oh, oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> One. See that about, reaction? <laughs> about, oh, somebody somebody was briefed. I mean. <laughs> hey, now. About Levins. Levin. Oh. Oh, oh. oh my goodness. That's a nice treat. What's your dog name? My, for my Koji. Koji. Wow. Yeah. What's up, Peter? Koji's a big part of what I do. Hey, yeah, I've seen Koji in the videos of uh, when you're out there working. I've seen Koji hanging out on the bus. 
Yeah, he's my service dog. He loves my homeless friends. He skateboards and does agility. He skateboards? Yeah, yeah, you should see him. He's a fool. <laughs> That's well, awesome. Almost a fool. Um, he doesn't push himself, but I didn't know how to train a dog to do that. <laughs> uh, I just did the best I could do. Um, it all started off with a two-by-four, a skateboard, um, balance. Um, I've had some professional trainers to work with me. Uh, he comes out with me 24-7. Um, He's with me constantly. Um, he loves um, my homeless friends. Uh, they adore him. He's a good, big comfort dog. Yeah. Um, he, he's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's like, you know, dogs are used for, you know, people with PTSD. Uh, they bring dogs into, you know, hospitals when they can and, uh, and uh, um, um, elderly uh, housing and stuff like that. And, and I'm sure that, you know, your homeless friends take great comfort in that. Just, you know, a sweet dog, you know, is, can be anybody's friend. I'm sure that's a little bit of comfort they, to people when they, they come to you. You know, and he, you know, I don't know how to say things sometimes. Because I'm a little rough on the edges. Yeah, you are. I, I didn't ask for any of this shit, um, to be honest with you. Um, I was in my backyard in an October month when I lost my son. Um, I had to do something. It was cold. And I loved to cook. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to make some hot soup. And I started out with 32 quarts of hot soup. I started going into the homeless population. Um, it was a big hit. Um, I did it every every Saturday for about six weeks, and I had this lady walk up to me that could have been my mother, and she didn't have a hat on, and she didn't have gloves on. I was devastated, and I gave her my hat. I gave her my gloves, and I came home, and I put something on Facebook that, hey, this is what I'm doing. Uh, can you help me with some hats and gloves? And it went a little viral, and uh, to to be where we are today, um, I'm amazed. I'm amazed every day. You know, I, I'm not a Jesus freak, um, but I do believe there's something out there a little higher than myself that's put me in this situation and why I was chosen. I'll never understand. Well, listen, you don't have to understand, brother. Listen, I met I met Peter a few months ago, and, and uh, if you go to supportthesoupman.org, that's where it started. You know, that your your whole story started with, the loss of your son, which you can tell us about, and what you did from that day and the things that you're doing have gotten the attention of Robert Kraft and the Kraft family. They've gotten the attention of Nora O'Donnell on CBS. Um, they've gotten the attention of the Today Show. Uh, all the stuff you're doing, you know, you just took one of your showers. You know, you spend, you spend time raising money to help the homeless any way you can because something struck you. So, so talk about, and this is going to be hard, I know, for you because you're very emotional, but what struck you? What said, fuck this, I got to help? I know it was the loss of your son. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty much either going to drink myself to death or find something to do. Um, I like that you found B. And, and, <laughs> and I found something to do. And, and I love to cook. Um, I, I made a soup station for beat up Toyota and... And um, I cooked soup. I went out on a Saturday, and it was a hit. And, you know, they trust me out there. My friends trust me. Um, you know, that's a, I have a bond with, with so many of them that it's their family to me. 
I love them. And then when I lose one of them, because they, 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 you know, it's not, it's not just the, the drug addicted person that's on the streets. It's little Jimmy that you, know, you maybe you changed his diapers across the street. Your parents did that might've gone downhill. Uh, someone that has lost their job, that poor woman that I talked about a minute ago, that just, she got evicted. She had been in that apartment for a year and a half and she had a week to week lease and he threw her out. One of the biggest landlords, the, the prick, threw her out, wouldn't wait for her, her unemployment. And she was on the street. She had to put everything she had in, in storage. Uh, I don't know if she has it. I haven't seen her again. There's a girl that was in one of my first pitches um, that, you know, I didn't know how to, I, I didn't know anything. I just wanted to help, but I've learned so much that this girl approached me and asked me if I had any underwear and I almost fell over. And I said, well, no, I, I don't, but I have some girls that I work with that I can have them go to the store with you for you and find you some underwear. What size do you wear? So I had someone go to the store, Kim, or, or one of the girls that, someone on my board of directors, and they bought her underwear. And I never saw her again. I carried that underwear around in my truck for a year, wondering where she was. And two weeks ago, Two weeks ago, I met her cousin that said, hey, you're the guy that does, and I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you have a picture of my, my niece or aunt or somebody on the Facebook page with one of the first pictures of me giving her a soup. And I, and I, and I said, I knew she was talking about. And she goes, was she od I get so emotionally attached to so many. And this isn't easy out there. Trust me. You know, I'm giving out new boots. I'm giving out toiletry bags. I'm giving out sneakers, um, you know, new clothes. And I'm like the PETA police. If someone approaches me with, you know, brand new sneakers on and wants sneakers, I have to tell them no. Well, you got a lot of balls asking me for new sneakers when he doesn't have any with, or he has them with holes. My first Saturday out there, or my first time out there, I went to the Haven and they made a big thing of it. This guy rolls up in a $30,000 Beamer with $300 sneakers on, grabs the best pair of sneakers, and he wants them. And over my dead body, he was getting them. <laughs> That's it. Peter, do you run into that? I don't want to bring any like the, the negative aspects of what you do out, but that is something you've got to watch out for. And do you run into that a lot or is that a rare occurrence? Well, yeah, it's, it's rare, but it happens on a daily basis. But I'm not there to argue with people. I'm only there to help. That's all I want to do is help. Everyone deserves to take a shower and put on clean underwear. I'm sure you guys did today. Well, well, I don't know about the underwear part, but uh, no. uh, that's know. that's your shit. How? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but even for someone to get a job, you know, they should be clean. Or you know, I, I pass out tents. Um, 
you know, there's more to what I do than we even say we do. Right. That, you know, passing out tents was never in my budget. We just put out over 10,000 brown bag lunches in the last 12 weeks. Um, I had to stop that. That was never in my budget. But I have to start it up again. I didn't think I could do the showers, run the showers, and do the lunches to boot. Right. Because let's, we still let's, have let's to talk, Let's talk about those showers. Let's talk about those showers. You have to, if you're watching this now, you have to go to support the soup man, support mm -hmm. the org. We'll put and, a link and, under the video in, yeah, in the please. post. And, and I'll tell you what, Nicole, who built our website, breakingtheicepodcast.com. Oh, she's a she, gift from God. Isn't she fucking awesome? So, dude, she is. She, dude, Peter, she makes us look like we know what the fuck we're doing, and we have no <laughs> clue what the fuck we're doing. Oh, tell me about it. Um, so, I'm so giving she, a so gift. She, she, built, I, she built that website, right? Hold on. She built that website. She built supportthestoopman.org, and if you go there, you see the stories. You see Peter's story. You see the shit that he's been through, the shit that he helps people through. Um, Robert Kraft gave Peter $50,000 for one of these mobile showers that he does. So these mobile showers, and he just took one up to Bangor, Maine a couple of weeks ago. He drives these things to places and puts them and says, fucking, this is where they're at. This is where the homeless can come. Take a fucking shower. Not only that, but he works with Ocean State Job Lots and a shit ton of other companies that just give soap and food and various things dude peter this had to have been like from the day you started how do you feel now i mean dude you started a year how many years ago how many years ago uh three i'm going on my third year okay so this how, hasn't how, been how, easy how, it's no not shit. like it's not right. like you can pull one of these cities these showers into a city yeah. and right. drop it off you right. have to go through code and this right. and that codes and, and stuff sewage you know Boston, when I first went into Boston, Boston didn't want me there. Right. I found a nice area to go in. There's a soup kitchen from um, like 11 to 12 or 1. Um, it was in a nice neighborhood um, that they really didn't want me there. But I had a Boston officials because I got a hold of all the city council. I called City Hall again. And I think they might have seen the video with Robert Kraft or the one with the Jersey Mike's Award out of 6,900 people on a national level. Good I was video. chosen. I was chosen one out of five that has helped to bring me where I am. Because I'm not that easy to get along with sometimes. I don't <laughs> like no. I don't like no, and I don't like no. If we're not on the same page. Hold on, wait. And, right. and you don't like no, and then you don't like no? I, I don't like no. I don't like Either no. one of them. No or no? No. <laughs> because I just can't understand. No. Yeah, fuck no. I just can't <laughs> understand. You know, it's pretty simple for someone to say, I don't want this in my neighborhood. I take a shower. My lights are on. I wear clean clothes. You're, you know, that's not acceptable for me. I don't want right. the dirty people getting clean. Right? Oh, and, and I think sometimes that they don't want them to. Yeah. Honest. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. They don't, they don't want to, they don't want to make the, uh, at least a little effort of saying yes to, to help someone else to bring them up to where they are. There are, you know, I don't want to start shitting on people because what I do is very, very positive, but I have to go through hurdles to do what I do 
which I just can't understand and I get mad. I get mad. And then that my cockiness comes out or, or, or my attitude. Dude, listen, the I, first, guys, guys, the first time I met this motherfucker, he looks at me and he goes, hey, if you're not on board, fuck you. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I fucking like this dude. It's like, if you're not on board, fuck you. Hey, listen, Peter, talk about this. So, so, so again, if you're just checking down the show, supportthesoupman.org. Go there. Nicole from Invoke Media made the site. Supportthesoupman.org. Amazing things being happening. Uh, talk about that moment when Robert Kraft from the Patriots called you. Well, I didn't know. None of, none of the board of directors knew, but we had somebody checking us out for two right. weeks. This was after the Noro O'Donnell interview that we had somebody saying they were somebody else, asking what we needed or this or that. And I really didn't pay much attention because I don't answer a lot of the emails. I don't have time. Yeah, um, no shit. I try to send you something, you don't fucking answer. <laughs> He's doing the footwork. <laughs> so, so He's the Messiah. <laughs> so out of the blue, out of the blue, oh, and I'll never forget this. Look at the smile it puts in my face. Right. And I do get a lot of smiles that I get a phone call from Robert Kraft. <laughs> and I'm just shocked. I knew the voice. I knew <laughs> that voice. How can Hard you to not miss. know that voice? <laughs> We know that voice. We, we talked. We talked for probably half an hour, and they had to delete us a lot of stuff um, because I do have a mouth. Shocking! <laughs> I believe in what I believe in, and and my last words were, Robert, Mister Kraft, if I didn't know your voice, I would have thought this was a sham. And he cut us a check for fifty thousand dollars. Uh, I'm hoping to meet him in the future. Um, I have a shower to give away. I hope it's going to be with a veterans group. We're uh, working on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're working on that. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> because I have a shower that's idle, and I and I don't like it. And then when we get this shower gone, I I'm going to order another one. So Peter, how much? How does do the showers cost fifty thousand dollars? Yeah, by the time we're done, insurances and we put yeah, it together. Yeah, with every the, the whole experts. process, because I know you yeah. guys, you probably got to get certification, like safety certification, oh, you, hygiene certification. You know, it's three thousand dollars to register it. I'm sure you got to pay inspectors. Your insurances. And like that. Yeah, so you're looking at fifty grand per shower. Yeah, but we're then, starting uh, to wiggle them down a little to maybe like forty six, forty seven. Um, but you know, just a fire hydrant hookup. It depends where it goes because it hooks up to a fire hydrant or a garden hose. The hookup for the fire hydrant is a thousand bucks. Jeez. Yeah. But it provides, you know, you're on your website, you know, you have the words bolden dignity, respect, hope, and connection. And the shower thing has a lot to do with the dignity part, which is so very important because you know, we 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 take that for granted. We joked about it earlier. Did you shower, change your underwear today? We take running water for granted. We take being able to take a shower Wait. every day for granted. And for Dude. someone who's been living on the streets, it makes them feel, it's, it's like, you know, it makes them feel more human, right? And that's the dignity part. Oh. And that's why the showers are important. I, I, I was in Taunton last week. And there's a gentleman, he's starting to come every week. And um, he's grumpy. 
He's grumpy. And I can't blame him. He stinks. He's not happy. And But when he comes out of the shower, he's got a shit-eating grin, a whole nice. different man. Only if it's for that <clears throat> 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, if he, if they need sneakers, we, we give them sneakers. Some of them are used, some are not. Um, you know, I was told not too long ago I'll never have to buy another pair of sneakers. Uh, we have people working with people to build, you know, our vendors and who are our sponsors are going to be. Um, that I'm overwhelmed every day from what I've seen in the last 30 days um, from Nicole, Isaiah, um, Rick, and uh, a few of my board of directors and people that are jumping on. I'm amazed. I'm amazed. We love you, buddy. You're doing you're doing good shit. Okay, you're doing you're you're doing good shit. People don't do that. People don't do this shit every day. I mean, I'm sure people do, but like you, struck me as someone who's like, you came from a fucked up place when your son died, and you you turned it around and said, I came from a fucked up home. I'm lucky to be alive. Um, I my my story is everybody has a story. Some are worse than others. Mine is just as fucked up as the worst. I'm lucky I survived. God has given me a gift. I don't know why, and I'm running with it. Good. You're My wife good. is always trying to remind me of that. Like she, she's obviously a much better person than me. But like, oh god, if, if far, we're if we're like <laughs> out in public and I get pissed off at somebody, and she's like, "Hey, everybody has a story. You don't know what's going on with him. You don't know what what happened." maybe last week or yesterday in his life. Like, don't get that pissed off at him. I'm like, right. Well, we do. (laughs) We should never judge. I'm Irish. Uh, I do have a little temper. But that temper, (laughs) it's common sense. Yeah. You know, everybody, it's, people helping people is pretty simple. Even the mean people have hearts. What you're saying, what you're saying, it's funny, what you're saying and what you're doing if more people would apply that common sense to what we're going through right now. Oh my be God. A, yeah. I mean, no, no, seriously. I don't care. I don't care. If everybody thought and acted the way Peter is right now in this fucking world during this COVID shit, we'd be much better off. Common Peter, how, fucking how, sense. How has the, how has the, the pandemic affected your efforts? Has it inhibited it's, them? Truth. Yeah, it's yeah. made us stronger. It, we put out Good. over ten thousand brown bag lunches that was never in my budget. I went out there every day, seven days a week, and I had to stop because I couldn't run the showers and doing both myself. Um, we would go into different locations and give out a hundred. It depend what day it was. If it was raining, we didn't bring as much out because people were hiding. Um, but every day, seven days a week. What happened was I got involved with some nonprofits that said, okay, we need some help. Well, a couple of those nonprofits, that's another story. A couple of those nonprofits didn't step up to the plate like they were gonna. So I said, okay, I've heard enough of this. I'll do seven days a week. I'll do I'll do seventy seven days a week. And I did it. Because some of the other nonprofits didn't step up to the plate. And that's, and I don't want to get negative. I'm a big believer that nonprofits should work together. We all have a lot of resources. Uh, their egos are bigger than mine. Um, they, they just, it's amazing. It's, the, it's probably one of the cruelest things I've ever seen 
people that can have people that run these nonprofits, a lot of them shouldn't be there. Their hearts aren't into it. Um, I've got so many stories I can't tell you because it would be negative. Right. I'm out for very positive here. There's a lot more nonprofits that should be working together. I brought out eight pallets of water with the help of another sponsor of mine. Um, I'm picking them up left and right to nonprofits that needed it. Right. So we dropped off eight pallets of water on, I think, a Wednesday. I didn't have a shower to different nonprofits in Brockton and Easton. Nonprofits don't do that. I get, I just got 2,000 pounds of chicken. People are calling me. I shared it with nonprofits. What the fuck am I going to do with 2,000 pounds of chicken? <laughs> so I call. I call the people that I love, the Daily Bread, Taunton. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, I had another gentleman that I dealt with that I loved and I trusted more than anything that just cut my throat. Um, that, you know, I love him. His mission is great. I'm on a mission. I want a shower in every major city in New England. And if we can't get a shower in that city, I want property. There needs to be uh, a warming station in their needs to have somewhere somebody can get clothes and take a shower and hunt for a job. I want property. I, 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 and I want to change the, the structure of the homeless shelters. Too many people, and I see, and I'm not trying to be negative, I see this. Too many people are working for these agencies that just don't give a shit. They're out for the money. Josh, you were going to ask. Or, or just to look good. But yeah, oh. my question was going to be like, what made you think of the showers? Because I feel like when there's a lot of these things that's to like benefit homeless or like okay. any of these like fundraisers, it's always about food, which is very important, food and water. But you never think about little details like taking a shower. Because like keep if your power ever goes out, then your first thought is, keep, oh shit, I can't take a shower. Keep in mind... I started with food. When I went out there with the lawyer that did my 5013C paperwork for nothing, that we just had to pay the expenses for the paperwork, him yeah. and I were out delivering soup and the air came into us and everybody stunk. I smelled perspiration. It was awful. And I said to a lawyer, I said, where's everyone taking a shower? And a lawyer didn't have an answer. We knew they couldn't go into the hospitals. And even for some of them that they, the shelter, the shelter in Brockton, they can go in and take a shower, but they can't go in and take a shower if they've been kicked out. So, and then I was in an, I was in a, in a, a place when I did the, when I did the, um, the, the interview with Nora O'Donnell. I said to one of the people running one of the major shelters that I wanted to bring the shelter in. I wanted to bring a shower in and I'm still working there. I have a friend that was in law enforcement, is a man that was a mentor to me for many, many years that I'm trying to get a shower in Manchester, New Hampshire. And I bumped into this lady and I had, we were out there with Nora O'Donnell passing out soup, passing out backpacks, brand new jackets, brand new boots. And, and one of my girls that was with me, that's with me all the time, I asked if she could use her bathroom. She said, no. 
Hmm. I said, why? She's with me. We're passing our coach. We're doing this. They said, you have to move your bus. We get people coming. Nora O'Donnell standing there. I said, I'm trying to build, I'm trying to bring a shower into, into um, Manchester. We don't need one. Oh. What do you mean you don't need one? She goes, well, we have a shower here. But I said, what about the people that are kicked out of this shelter? Oh, there's not many of them. They Some don't matter. <laughs> you really? had no idea yeah. how bad I wanted uh, to say, fuck you. Fuck you. You shouldn't be running this job. But I can't. I guess I can only say it on the show. This show, you can. You can it's say it all day. Absolutely. Say anything you want. And then I call my friend Bill Barry. And I said, what's wrong with this woman? So it's okay if they can give them a shower. But if they're kicked out of there, they can't go there. They don't deserve a shower. You know, because of the mental, the, the budget cuts for years on the mental disabilities have been cut. There's more mentally disabled people out on the streets because of budget cuts. They don't have the, the mentality to get help. They're walking around in a daze and they just don't know what to do. I see this every day. I cry, I cry every day. I saw a man three, four weeks ago that was in a wheelchair that came up and I love this man. I give lunches and I and the first time I've seen his feet this bad. He had his feet cut off. He 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 wanted to take a shower and he they're bleeding and maggots coming out of him. And I said to Kim that's on my board of directors, we gotta call the fire department, we gotta call the police department. He needs help. They bring him to the hospital and and he should be committed, but he's smart that he, they can't just commit him. It takes an act of Congress or family members or a judge. I couldn't let him in the shower because I just couldn't do it. Because if he came in the shower and, and something happened to him, I'm liable. And, and Kim went right down to the fire department and they said to Kim, nothing we can do. And I was in tears for the pain this guy's going through. Maggots crawling off his, his feet. And you can't do something with that? Why, why this system fire, is why, fucked up. Why couldn't the fire department do anything? They've they gone to pick him of, up before and brought him to the hospital. And But, but the he, hospital doesn't want to treat him because what? Is because he says he's okay. Or? He's okay? Right there. He's crawling out of him. Yeah, maggots crawling on his feet. That's Does a good thing because okay? mag maggots suck up the poison, um, I guess. But they could not commit him right there. Oh, but he's talking good. He's talking really good. He knows what he's saying. He's not stupid. But somewhere, something is touched that his thinking isn't good. That, that you know, maybe he's just gone through enough pain that he just wants to die. I have no idea. See, this is why this is why people need to fucking literally you have to check out supportthesoupman.org. You gotta go on this website, you gotta look at this story, you gotta listen to what Peter just told us about. There's so many more fucking stories. Um <clears throat> there's just so much fucked up shit. 
that's going on that, you know, in, in, in the world these days. But like you're, you're I gotta oh I gotta say something else. God, because it go, pisses go. me off so Do bad. It. Do it. But I'm told I shouldn't bring up the negative. I don't give a we fuck. had some Father Bills isn't a big fan of mine. Who? Father Bills. Father Bills. I've met with them. I, I, I went in to do a head count. I brought my service dog. They didn't want my service dog there. I had someone at Father Bills in Brockton giving me clothes. Um, they were sneaking me clothes because they get all kinds of clothes. And I did it twice. They found out at the top of the ladder. They were giving me clothes. And they would call. And I got a phone call saying, no, we can't give you the clothes. They brought those clothes that they were going to give me and threw them in the fucking dumpster. We, we demanded a meeting with Father Bill's lawyers and, and whoever was involved, and they met with us. We told them about that, and they didn't give a shit. That's they unbelievable. Would they would let that go to waste like that. Why, right. why would they do that? Why would it? it, it I don't it know. Because, is it because if you if you help them, it, what would it take away funding from them? Is that Fuck what they're that funding? About? I get my own. Yeah, but what? Why would they say no? That's that's the curious thing to me. It's like why would they not? Where's the no coming from? Yeah, where, right. those why, are the nonprofits that, that won't help nonprofits. Their their egos are worse than mine. Everyone's thinking we're going to steal their funding. There's millions of dollars out there for funding for what I do. We just need grant writers. I'm right. not capable of doing it. You know, I'm not yeah. the brightest light bulb in the box. Listen, guys, I, I work with a couple of nonprofits, and it's it's a it's a, and my wife also works in a space where, um, let's just say that she's asked for money. It's it's a dog eat dog fucking world. Oh, it's no, nuts. No pun intended. It's it, when when it comes to, I don't give a fuck if you're the American Cancer Society. I don't care if you're the American, fucking picket. Or, or what Peter's doing, it's, it's more, it's more big business than big business. It's fucked up. It's really fucked up. And, 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 and to get money is an act of fucking God that you have to go through all this shit. So when you look at all these, do you guys remember, Mike, you probably do, you're my age. Maybe, maybe you do too, Peter. Uh, no disrespect, Josh. But remember UNICEF back in the day? No, yeah. I as, a, as an elementary oh, yeah, student, yeah, I, I collected that. money for UNICEF. Well, but, but trick or treat for them. Right. Uh -huh. Now, now, remember the little orange boxes? Yeah. Yep. Remember there was a whole fucking thing about them being a scam? Yeah. It was fucking... Well, that's, that's why I hate, like, when, like, you go to these Who do you stores, fucking like, trust? Yeah, you but, can. like, when they're like, hey, do you want to donate a dollar to this, this, or this, and I'm like, I don't even know what that is, and I don't even know if it's gonna go to the right people. Is this That's just a problem? You no. literally have to have the conversation Google with it. people, and I work, you know, you have to have the conversation with people, which is fucked up. Okay, so for every dollar, what's going on? Then there's this, there's that, there's this, there's that. And then you got someone like Peter, who's not a massive organization. Supportthesoupman.org. Not a massive organization. He's one fucking guy who lost the sun, and shit went south, and he said, fuck it, I'm going to go. And he's got a board of directors now. He's building up his you know, whole thing. But there's so many people gunning for the money that he's trying to get. Do you and there know? are people. Because they want the credit. And they will undercut Peter all day. Peter's not looking for credit. Peter's looking no. to fucking help someone take a shower. Listen to me. I had a doggy daycare before I did this, and I made pretty good money. I'm making fucking minimum wage. 
I work I, and I get paid 40 hours a week. I work a hundred. It's not do, about do, the money. But listen, do, do me a favor. Do me a favor. This is going to hurt. Tell me about your son. Tell me what happened. Mm. Work with me. I wasn't a real good father, number one. Um, I loved him. I grew up. Um, my, my father committed suicide when I was 11 years old. Uh, my father had cancer. He was sick. Uh, he had depression. Um, he loved us. He ran funeral homes. When he died, my mom ran the funeral homes uh, for a few years. Up in Millinocket. Yeah, yeah. Up in Millinocket, East Millinocket. And um, someone, um, the man that was with my father for about 15 years said he wanted 51% of the business. And my mom told him to go fuck himself. And she had a soul that afternoon. And she met somebody that I brought home to fix the boat um because we had a summer home and somehow my mother ended up with him that was a very evil man um robbed her for millions of dollars um i moved in with a sister um it was just a uh, part of my story i'm lucky to be alive how did it get to your son that um i was with a girl that um I really never loved. We hung together. She was on the pill. Uh, she stopped taking the pill. Um, this is truth. Uh, I loved her. I never wanted a relationship. She got pregnant. I was there. I wasn't there. I mean, this isn't all her fault. Um, see, I don't. I don't want to. You know, you're all good. Keep going. That, you know, it's it's you know he she's got HIV now. Um, he started selling drugs with, with somebody that she grew up with. And there's so much of the story, but I'm not here to slam people. No, I don't not, like her. Not, she no, doesn't no, no, like no, no, me. You're, but you're telling a story that gets us to where you're passionate when you lost them. I lost them. I loved him. He called me three days before he died, asked me for a recipe. How did he die? Um, how he died because he OD'd. He was doing too many drugs. He was a very good man. He was, everybody loved him. He wasn't that normal thief. The cops that I talked to that knew him, you know, he wasn't a bad guy. He was a runner. They could never catch him. Um, he ran like a fucker. Um, he did drugs. He OD'd. It's funny because Mike Shue did that his whole life too. It's weird. He, what? He, I did what? They, they, you he know, ran. <laughs> some of the, the police officers, the police officers in Bangor, Maine liked him. I know that he was trying to get into, trying to get into a rehab. Um, he didn't have Medicaid. He, he couldn't do it. I talked to a woman at the Hope House that talked to him one of the last times. He was trying so hard to get help. He, he didn't have the funding. And, you know, I brought him down here for Christmas. And, you know, my Esther, God love her, we gave him a good Christmas. We went into Boston. He jumped out of the car. He got drugs. And this was all above my head. And, you know, it, it just, I had to send him home. There's, there's a big story to this. But when he passed, that, that, that fired up. Super I was that, devastated. That fired was, up and that started and then, what you're then, doing right now. And then all I could think is, wow, I should have done more. 
I could have done more. In well, the could, professionals Peter, told me Peter, I shouldn't think like that. P yeah, Peter, because when you're dealing with someone with an addiction, and it's it may sound cliche to some people, but you really can't help someone with an addiction, whatever it may be, until they want to be helped. Listen, I have addictions too. I'm not a perfect man. I have fought battles for years. I fight battles every day. I try to do the right thing. If I don't put my mind around this 24 hours, I'll go the wrong path. You know, I'm not, I've never been an angel. Never, never, never. Neither have we. That's right. Seriously, not fucking one of us have. Well, not fucking one of us. And, 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 but you're doing as has Mike raising a family, as has Josh doing what he does, as what I do, we're trying to do better. You turned your fucking pain into a serious fucking cause. Oh, and it's going nowhere but up. Right? You know, either you know the stuff that you and I know we can't even talk about now that's happening. Right. To, right. to bring this on to a different level. Right. You know, and, right. and I'm grateful for this. And, and since I've met you and Nicole and Tracy and a few and others, Mike and Josh and Josh and Mike that we can bring this to the moon. Right. And I just want to make sure it runs when I die. It will. It There's will. so much more we can do to help people. And it doesn't cost us a nom and fucking leg. Right. The people that have it, it might. But our, our, our investment that we have is minimal. If you have a heart and you want change and you want to help, it isn't all about money. Well, Peter, it's what? about you putting your name on something <clears throat> and saying, I helped do that. Well, Peter, what, what do you guys need right now? What is your biggest need? I know this is hot weather time. You know, so does the weather factor in on that? Like, what is the one thing right now you could use help? Okay. I hate to say money, but we buy in bulk. Right. We have vendors that are jumping in. You know, I could tell you I need, I, I need sneakers. We're working on somebody that's going to give us sneakers. That's what I'm told. We need, we need boxer shorts. We need... Uh, bras for women, not so much the bras, but but the um, the the tight bras, you know, instead of bras, like the athletic bras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we can buy these in bulk. It's like the backpacks. When I first started this, and we put things in backpacks, people were spending twenty twenty five dollars for a backpack. I can buy them for China for three dollars and twenty five cents. That's why we're coming out with Superman Essentials. You buy a backpack, you give a backpack, you buy a... We're doing some huge shit. We're going to have some big vendors with us. Sure. I have two, no, two for-profit companies. I don't want to make a dime that the foods in Superman Essentials, I want, our, I want to pay the bills to make this happen, and I want our profits to go in to do what we do. You know, because it's not easy finding a grant writer because they're all their own beast. Right. That's a hard job. That's a hard job. We have Bridgewater State jumping in and 
that's going slower than I expected. And, you know, and so I have to raise the money. So I, fuck coffee. Um, I'm trying to get my, my soup out there. I had a vendor um, that could put it in a bottle. Um, I need help with that. That blew up in my face. Um, the coffee. You're, you're nonstop though. You're nonstop as a nonprofit. It's just crazy that just to help that there's so many hurdles people put you through. And I'm really kind. I cry all the time. I cry. I cry because of my sorrow. I cry because of my failures. And I cry because of my gains. And I do it constantly. I sat in my garage the other night and I cried for four hours. I couldn't talk the next day. Because I wanted to give a shower to somebody that figured he would be better off to build it out of a broken down box truck. Hmm. Because he thinks we're making millions. And I've, this is a man that I've given pallets of water, jackets, cut him a check for $500. Uh, you know, I'm just so disappointed with people. I want to own property. I want, I, I want I, I, I want halfway houses, but I want them run different. I want sober houses. They need a job. As soon as they get in that sober house, we get to find them a job. If it's making a fucking blanket or it's doing something, we need to put them to work. They need something other than, they need something to do. They can't be lost running around the street hunting for drugs. Right. We need to be able to put people to work and they need to be clean. And that's part of the dignity thing, too. It's, Absolutely. It's working working is, is part of the dignity part of your mission, as, as well as the showers and the clothing and stuff like that. And I hate, you feel I, and I hate this is the first time that I've been able to vent like this because people shut me up and say, I can't say that. I can't say that. Well, you know, there's a lot of people saying the same thing, like, like what you're saying and what Josh is constantly asking during this whole thing. Why is anyone getting in your way? And right. it's, it really, it's unfortunate. It really comes down to money. I, I really think it's it, money. And also because I think that there's people out there that really want the credit. I, they want their team to be the one that did it. I, they don't care. I had a millionaire. I had, right. a million, right. I had a millionaire. You're right, Josh. You're right, Josh. People want to get in this fucking way because they want to win. Yeah. You know, I had a millionaire the other day that I talked out, I talked to for 45 minutes. He said, Peter, it's jealousy. I said, what the fuck up is that? That should be no jealousy. It's insecurity and jealousy. You don't jealousy. understand it. You don't have that in your bones. That's not in your DNA. The, but it lives in other people's DNA. Get the DNA. fuck out of my way. No, and right. That's but where it, I go wrong. <laughs> it lives in other people's DNA, though. People want to throw banana peels in front of fucking successful people because they're insecure. I'm not a success. I'm a father that lost a son You're... that needs to make change. I am not a success. I am right. a father that lost a son that needs to help and make change. That's what I want. You know, Peter, in, in, a, in, a, in a strange way, you know, I guess, I don't know if this is the right word to say, but or the right thing to say, but you know, your son dying may have saved, I don't know, hundreds of lives. Or maybe even mine. Yeah. 
Right. Or maybe you know? even mine. And that's, that's something that, you know, he, he set the ball rolling there. And it's, it's, it's terrible that he's gone, but you're too many parents, to save lives too many parents are going through what I go through. Too many. And it's getting worse. The homeless is going to get worse. Mm-hmm. The drug addiction isn't doing it. People, there's more people dying in motels because Dude, of this, co- this COVID motels. thing is this COVID thing is is going to, from what I saw, was jacking up homelessness almost thirty percent. But also, right. yeah. like all the all the change that people are talking about right now, like changing street names and like changing ah. food labels and stuff. It's like you can't go how, about, how about you change like the way homeless people are dealt with or drug addicts are dealt with instead of throwing everybody in jail and then being like, all right, your time's up and then throwing them back into the environment that they were. Why not like do what you're talking about is this. They go into a sober home and then find them a job. Yes. There's got to be something we can change. I don't know what the fuck it is, but we're doing it wrong. The this system is, why, is this wrong. Is, listen, this is why you're on this show. This is why we fucking promote supportthesoupman.org. Why aren't you guys wearing my shirts? I don't have Because I'm, I'm wearing a fucking cheddar shirt. You give <laughs> send me a right. shirt. What the fuck? You, should you need my shirts on. There's a Dude, break send me a fucking shirt. Let's go. We'll send you our shirts. Hey, listen, oh, Peter. We, we appreciate you telling your story. I know it's tough telling the story over and over again. And it just doesn't... It's you know, but it helps get the word out. And, and I'm uh, sorry if I got a little loud. No, no, don't be well, sorry. Hey, don't be you. fucking sorry, buddy. Uh, we love you. We Thank get you. way louder. Yeah, don't be sorry. That's, <laughs> Dude, this is my heart. And that's how you do it, you know? Thank you. This is me. Yeah. And I get so frustrated because I just can't expressly believe the rich or, or why someone just, you know, I just can't understand it. You can't hey, listen, understand listen, why they say no. Kids having listen, listen, listen. Listen, when we when we're done with this and we do all the fucking shit, we're gonna give you this. Put this out to your people. We're gonna put it out to ours. We're never gonna, dude. The second I met you, remember this, fucking months ago. We're never gonna stop telling your story, brother. No. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot like to do. Him. You yeah. fucking think? Well, let me, yeah. Ask, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you something before. before Did someone say anything about treats? <laughs> oh! I mean, come on. <laughs> Peter, that. <laughs> I love you, Peter. I love you for doing that. Peter, hey, I listen, if it helps, I'll do, I'll do treats for change or whatever. All right. All right. Whatever. Uh, yes. We need, I hate to say it, we need to raise some money. I've got a brand new bus going into Maine. It was just, did you guys know that? No. Yes, I did. I yeah. I, Billy Lucini, God love him. I have a bus I travel through through Massachusetts with in the winter. Boots, jackets, the whole nine yards. I just got one off the line that Billy gave me that Modern Auto Body just put together. It's absolutely beautiful. That's designated to the state of Maine. I've got another one going into Rhode Island. It's for the homeless in the winter to keep Dude, them He's warm. not fucking around, guys. This guy's not fucking around. Well, we appreciate it, Peter. We appreciate you what you do and, and we need sponsors. Your story. The window right. I got sixty. It's called Fill a Bus. A thousand dollars a window, five hundred for a half. It's gonna cost Listen, sixty grand every, to fill that bus. 
everything is on supportthesoupman.org. Peter Kelleher is the fuck. He's the soup man. He's the guy. Supportthesoupman.org. Uh, Nicole from Invoke Media, who built our website, breakingtheicepodcast.com. She built up that site, and it looks awesome, man. It, oh. support supportthesoupman.org. How, do you, how much do you love Nicole? Oh, I love her because she's <laughs> she's you know see because sometimes I get down, but every time I talk to her, she brings me right up. Yeah, and we're doing um we're doing the um, um Superman essentials. You buy a backpack, buy a blanket. Yep. You buy gloves and you do this. Nicole's and, awesome, man. Nicole's yeah, awesome. Peter, hey, hey, nice. listen, thank thank you for coming on Breaking the Ice. I love you all. Now love it's time for us to make change. Right. It's time for you right to push on, the Peter. button. Push the button. Push the button, Peter. Push the button. Push the button. What button? The button that says we're done. The push the button that says we're fucking done. We're done. Is that one? Push it. Push it. Push it. Bye. This one? Oh, I think he did it. All right. Good. Shoot. Shoot. Push the button too. Oh, he pushed the same button. He did. He thought you were talking to him. That was good. That was heavy. That was heavy. That was good. Yeah. Heavy. That was, I, I, I know you've told me about his story, but like, especially, I mean, obviously coming from him, it's like, oh shit, right? My God. And, and like, I, I wanted to say it during the thing, but like, I know I have in certain, uh, like in the hockey world, in the comedy world, charities that I've been involved with and in the radio world and I know that you know some of the same people that I do that like put charities on that it might not be for the right reasons and it's like it's it's hard it's hard yeah and it's hard too because like you want to help and there's certain like times there's a lot of hands out yeah and I like there's times where I want to help I want to donate but then it's just like I have a bad taste in my mouth from some of the the charities I've worked with where I'm like one percent of everything that's raised goes to the charity everything else goes to those people's pockets right and it's it it's definitely refreshing to hear something like that from him and also like listening to that I'm like you know how AAF used to do like the walk and rock for change or like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. vinyl yeah, yeah. for bets that we did right before we all lost our jobs. Yeah. Um, I'm like, what, what, I, I feel like there's something that we should do with breaking the ice where it's like, you know, maybe it's Peter. Change maybe, or, maybe it's Peter. Maybe it's Peter. Yeah. I, I, I mean, he, um, uh, it's, it, I was introduced to him a couple months ago through Nicole and I was like what the fuck and I think the same thing because I've, I've worked with so many different charities so many different nonprofits. some are good some are bad um, this guy's one dude he's one dude and he's got a he's got a he's got a group of people the reason that 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 he brought me on through Nicole was for one thing organization like he and needed to loud. organize it Oh, I'm super loud, right? But he, but he needed some organization. He just needed, like, he needed some, like, let's pull this together, and, and like, go. he's got the right idea. His heart's in it. But where, what street do we take? Correct. And and uh, and Nicole's great at that. She brought in a good friend of hers that I worked with years ago. That she she's dialed friend. in. Dude, Nicole's dialed in, and her friend Karen is like, like super, like 
CFO, like like the financial officer type of person that yeah. can go and say, what are you fucking doing? What's happening? Pull the sheets back on this fucking thing and look at everything. And she's, I'm happy that she's there because that's going to help him. He, it's fucked up, man. It's fucked up when you watch. But like just uh, him talking about like that. He he wanted to give people free showers in Manchester, New Hampshire, and they're like, nah. Right. And right. it's like, why why are you saying no? What if they want it? And they're like, well, there's not many of them that need it. It's like, like because there's an agenda. What if one if you're the one person that needs it, that's like gold to you. Like I was saying, when the power goes out, I remember when I was in uh, high school, like junior year, it there was a an ice storm in New England. Most of New England had no power for about two weeks leading up to Christmas. And my whole family would take turns going to the gym with my dad's membership so we could shower in the gym. And that was like gold, just being able to like get clean for 72 hours. And it was, I mean, sometimes I shower twice a day. So. Yeah, I I thought that was good. Thanks for having them on. I appreciate it. Thanks for getting them on. Ah, that was a fucking, sometimes those things I think end up going viral or, or people see it because they just, um, now we just need Robert Kraft on the uh, podcast to talk about it. Hey, you know what? I mean, listen, listen, that dude, kid is I'm, also dialed in. He's, he's about prison reform. He's a, I mean, not many billionaires care about the little guy like Robert Kraft does talking to you, Jeremy Jacobs. I'm not editing that out. I mean, we... Fuck you, Jacobs. Go Avalanche. (laughs) So, yeah, no. uh, That might not be... That might be something I can pull off because I'm working with this and Robert Kraft, right right now, the next move, the next move that that Peter and I are making is that that shower that Robert Kraft paid for has their big emblem like the Kraft Family Foundation. And I'm working on partnering them up with the disabled Americans, uh, disabled American veterans of Massachusetts. And that's going to be a whole PR thing. So maybe we're there that day doing a show. I'm saying we do like a walk and rock for change type thing, but we're Uh, we're doing it for homeless. But but start with that one thing. Be there that day. Because I'm talking I'm the one building up the PR because Robert Kraft, his people literally have told me that they want that because they gave this. And all of a sudden, they're not going to argue. Be like, hey, by the way, we're doing a, can we have a freaking beer? Bobby, Bobby K. We have Bobby. Bobby, (laughs) come over here. Dude, it'll happen because he'll be there. Be like, First one, we've made it an hour in and we haven't had to use it until now. Until, okay. Now we're gonna have to just get rid of your entire image. That, the, yeah, we're just gonna have to, and we're back. All right. Invoke Media Group, Boston Exterior Remodeling, Garage Doors Plus, Wolfpack Coffee, and Jesus Christ himself. And also look up the suit man and should, oh, we, get shoe, should we get shoe back to do shoe. the uh, voicemails or do we 
or do we do the do we do the voicemails next episode? Do them now. Do them. We get. I mean, the race is cock again. We gotta. The you're just creating work for me at the end. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I gotta. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that could stop an entire presidential You can't be saying that. I mean, the whole last... The last 30 minutes is just going to be cut out. I mean... You could be thrown in jail for some of these things that you're saying. Nobody cares. Listen. <laughs> you better erase the end of this show. We should just end it. We'll do the voicemails next episode. I'm sorry, everybody. We're off the rails. It's late. Gotta go. <laughs> See ya. See ya. I mean, you could be thrown in jail for some of these things that you're saying. <laughs>